I am so excited about this. I want to welcome you to the Purpose Project Podcast. During our time together, I will teach you how to pray, how to intentionally develop intimacy with your Creator, and challenge you to discover and embrace your God-ordained purposes. I am your host, Margie Florent. My prayer for you today is that you will be empowered and strengthened in the Word of God to move forward into your destiny. Okay, so I want to go ahead and I want to introduce this particular subject. The title of my message is Making the Right Decisions. Every single one of us have decisions that we have to make in life. Some are really big and some are not so big. Either way, God is interested in all the things that concern you. He said, I will perfect everything that concerns you, the big things, the little things, whatever it is. And so it's important for us to learn the voice of the Holy Spirit. As a matter of fact, I have an unction to to proceed in this teaching, and hopefully we can get through the rest of this type of ministry, which is how to be led by the Spirit, not tonight, but the next time we gather together. So anyway, it's important that we make the right decisions because the scripture says, Beloved, above all, I wish that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. It's God's will for you to have prosperity in every area of your life. But one of the ways that we can we um, we can um, move into this prosperity and into the abundant life, John 10, 10, is by listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit. So how does the Holy Spirit lead, guide, and direct so that we can make the right decisions? We talked about this the last time we were together, and we're going to just highlight, number one is by the inward witness. They that are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. When you're a son and a daughter of God, you can be led by an inward witness. The scripture says, Um, For those who are led by the Spirit of God or the sons of God and the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So it's a bearing witness. You don't know you're saved because somebody prophesied to you. You don't know you're saved because you had a vision. You know that you know that you know you're saved because something on the inside bears witness that you are a child of God. The witness is like we said um, a no, it's, which is a check in your spirit, a hesitation in your spirit, something on the inside that says no, no, no. It's a red light, a stop signal. It's not even a voice. It's an inward intuition. And so what I encourage you to do is when you wait, when you have a decision to make, wait on the Lord. Remember, God is not in a hurry. A go is a feel good in your spirit, a hunch that it's the right thing. It's a green light. It's not a physical thing. It's a feel-good, velvety-like feeling in your spirit. It's a go-ahead, okay? And then we talked a little bit about making sure that your decisions are you that are, are line up with the Word of God. We're not going to rehearse what we talked about the last time, but I do want to say this to you. The pro, one of the primary ways God leads, guides, and directs is by an inward witness. But the Scripture also says in Psalms 119, verse 105, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. How many of you have had times in your walk with God when you were just reading the scripture, you opened your Bible and you were doing your devotional and just something in the scripture just jumped out at you. It leaped out at you. It's almost like it came off the pages of the Bible and it became a revelation to you. 
and you were praying about something and you were asking God for something, that is the Holy Spirit leading and guiding you through the scriptures. I just heard in my spirit, by the Holy Spirit, I just heard him say to me, he said, I will take the things of mine, Jesus said, and he will take the things of mine, Jesus said, and he will show it unto you. The word of God was made flesh and it dwelt amongst us. So the Holy Spirit will take the word of God, will take the things that Jesus has said, will take the inspired scriptures, and he will use the word of God to enlighten you and to guide you. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. So when you have that happen where you're just reading your Bible and something just jumps out of you, that's the Holy Spirit leading, guiding, and directing you. As a matter of fact, for me personally, that's a lot of the ways that God speaks to me individually. See, he knows how to speak to you. He knows how you hear, okay? And, and for me, I I get scripture from the Holy Spirit. And I hear scripture. Sometimes I, I'll hear a half a scripture, and I'll write it down, and then I'll have to go and I'll Google it, and I'll look it up. That's the Holy Spirit speaking to me in the light of the scriptures, that's why I'm going to say it over and over and over. It's very important that you get to your time alone with Jesus so that you're fine-tuned so that you can hear from him. For me personally, I'm a prophetic person, and the way I operate in my gifting is a lot of times is I'll get scripture for people. I'll get scripture, and I like that because the spirit and the word, they agree, okay? The Holy Spirit will never speak anything you that has deviated from the scriptures okay he speaks always in line with the scriptures the word and the spirit they are in perfect harmony and unity so he leads guides and directs by an inward witness but also by the inward uh, the inward witness and also through the scriptures okay now following the witness now I believe that there's someone that's listening that needs to hear certain things that I'm going to be sharing tonight okay and I and as we get in but I'll highlight what that is. Following the witness, just because you have direction from God, number one, just because you have direction from God, it doesn't always mean it's smooth sailing, okay? Like when Jesus told Peter, he said, Peter, get out of the boat and come. And Peter stepped out of the boat. He took that first step of faith and then he, he took his eyes off of Jesus and he started looking around in the circumstances and that's when he began to sing. Well, just because you've heard from God and you, you know that you know that you know on the inside that you're moving in the right direction, that doesn't mean it's always going to be smooth sailing. As a matter of fact, you, you've heard me share this before. With the Holy Spirit, and I actually prayed it out through tongues and interpretation of tongues. When the Holy Spirit began to speak to me about necessary truths to challenging times, and to do a, 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 a video series on the necessary truths in these challenging times, especially these kinds of teachings that you don't hear about. For example, um, why is there power in the name of Jesus, and the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and why tongues, and the heart of the Father, and all the characteristics and attributes of the Father, and, and, and so on and so forth. Just these necessary truths, the authority of the believer, things that you really don't hear taught a lot lately. But the Spirit of God began to speak to me about these necessary truths in challenging times, and he wanted me to, 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 to create a video um, vlog and put them up on the Internet. And let me tell you, I heard from God. I know that I know that I know that the Spirit of God wanted me to do these videos. 
I know that I know that I know that's part of the legacy that he wanted me to leave behind when I leave this earth. I knew that I knew that I knew it was part of it was to equip this next generation, especially the young people, this up and coming generation, because they, they need to know who they are in Christ. They need to understand why there's so much power in the name of Jesus and so on and so forth. And I knew that he knew that I heard from God. Let me tell you, when I heard from God, all hell broke loose. I had mental warfare. I would wake up in the morning, and I, I, I would barely have the covers off, off of my head. And I would, I would open my eyes, and there was the devil right here sitting and whispering at me and accusing me and saying, who do you think you are? Nobody needs to hear those teachings. And I mean, the warfare was so terrible that I literally started to get chest pain. And you may say, well, you know, you heard from God. You think that, you know, it would be smooth sailing. No, 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 no. The devil does not want you, my friend, whoever this is for, to advance. The enemy does not want you to preach the word. The enemy does not want you to, to be bold as a lion. The enemy does not want you to fulfill your purpose, your destiny here on this earth, no matter what it is. If it's to be an artist or if it's to be an architect, whatever it is, the enemy does not want you to complete your assignment. So he'll send the warfare. You see, my friends, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, and the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. And he sees that the word of God is a lamp unto your feet. He sees that you have direction. He sees that your eyes have lit up because you heard from God. He's, you know, like my dog, for example, my dog understands body language. Animals are very smart and he's, he observes me. He understands body language. Let me tell you, the enemy sees the body language. The enemy sees the light shining in your heart. The enemy sees, you know, God uh, moving in your life and he wants to stop you. He, Peter said, or uh, who said it? Satan has this, oh, Jesus said it. Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. But Jesus said, but I pray for you that your faith fail not. So just because you've heard from God and just because you have direction does not mean it's going to be smooth sailing ahead. Oh, I've heard from God. This is going to be easy. This is going to be wonderful. Let me tell you, that's when the enemy wants to come in. But we don't have to fear the enemy. The Bible says, greater is he that is within you than he that is within the world. You have Jesus in you. You have the assignment. You have everything that you need to fulfill the God-given destiny that God has assigned for you. But you need, you know, but the scripture says we cannot be ignorant of Satan's devices. We don't want to be ignorant as to how he operates. So I've seen this before, especially with some of my friends. You know, hard times come. And they get weary. They grow weary in well-doing because of the onslaught, because of the enemy. And you know what? That's the time if you need to lift up your hands and hang down. You need to strengthen the feeble knees. Those are the times you need to just worship God in spirit and in truth. And you wait on the Lord and he'll renew your strength. You will mount up with wings like an eagle. That's why it's so important. And it's necessary, I heard the Holy Ghost say, that you have private, intimate time with God, because those are the times where you are refreshed in his presence. So just because that you've heard from God doesn't mean smooth sailing. Now, these are the scriptures he gave for, gave me uh, for you tonight. It says this, whoever this is for, 1 Corinthians 16, 9 says, a great door, the apostle Paul said, has been opened unto me, 
But he said, but there are many hindrances or many adversaries. There is a great door that God has set before you. But just because that door is there doesn't mean that around that door, and I could see it as I'm speaking this, there isn't uh, adversaries and, and, and demon power. And what I'm seeing right now is there little low light, low level of demon power. I, I, and it's around that open door. You know, the devil screams and he says a lot and he accuses and he, 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 he projects a lot of thoughts. And, and some of that is just low-level demon warfare, okay? You have been given authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you or harm you. As a matter of fact, I take authority over the devil on your behalf in the name of Jesus. And if that's for you and you're listening to this live or you're listening to it later, there's no time or distance in the spirit world. So right now, you just lift up your hands whatever you want to do you say lord i receive that and say this and devil i rebuke you in the name of jesus no weapon formed against me will prosper say this i will move into my destiny i will move into my purpose i will continue to flow in the rhythm of what god has called me to be and god has called me to do on this earth the paul said that great door and effectual has been open to me but there are many hindrances and many adversaries in revelations 3 8 says i have god said i have set before you an open door no man can shut it so don't quit don't faint don't pull back be steadfast unmovable always abounding in the work of the lord knowing that labors are not in vain don't allow the enemy to sift you don't allow the enemy to derail you you just keep moving in your destiny. You see, when you come to, my friend, when you come to that, that open door, all around you there's that, that those low-level demon power. When you come to that, that's when you hit some of the greatest uh, resistance. That's why you got to be stronger. You have it in, in you what it takes to get through to the next level, to get through to the next thing that God has for you. Now, Colossians 4, 3, um, the Apostle Paul said, I don't have the scripture exactly. Paul said, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course. I believe that scripture says, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. Paul is asking for prayer. And isn't it interesting that we started out like that? Colossians 4, 3. Let me just read it so I have the exact verse. Colossians 4, three says meanwhile praying also for us the apostle paul said that god would open to us a door for the word to speak the mystery of christ for which also i am in chains that i may make it manifest as i ought to speak here we see paul saying listen pray for us pray for your ministry leader Pray for us. Why? That that God would open up this door. So when you come into that new place, that new phase, that new thing that God has, the enemy doesn't want you to go in. But you can pray, you can worship, and you can stand. God will bring you in. I am telling you, the greater one is in you. Okay? Following the witness. Just because you have direction doesn't mean it's smooth sailing. Number two, the devil will push and force you listen to me this is very important for you to hear this and let me tell you my friend this is a religious spirit 
forcing you and pushing you and trying to wear you out with works and all kinds of religious behavior and religious activity. The devil will, or whatever the case may be, if you have a sense that you're being pushed or forced or, or I don't even know how to explain it, it's or driven, oftentimes, number one, it's the enemy. Listen, faith doesn't get in a hurry, okay? The devil will say, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, because he's trying to get you ahead of God and get you up to go way ahead of God to get you off course. But faith doesn't get in a hurry. He, he will hurry you up to tempt you to move out of faith and even into doubt and unbelief. This will get you away from the leading of the Spirit. The voice of the Holy Spirit following the witness, it'll be gentle. It'll be loving. It'll be that something on the inside. It'll be a feel good in your spirit. It's not forced. It's not a push. It's not pressure. That's the enemy, okay? Now, number three, now we're going to hit on this, selfish ambition. And now you have to judge yourself, okay? Judge yourself. See if you're doing the right thing. You have to judge yourself. So listen to your heart. Remember we said, we've said every single time in talking about the leading of the spirit, some things are better caught than taught. So you have to listen to your heart, okay? Selfish ambition and pride will also push you and force you and thus move you out of the will of God. Philippians 2, 3 says, let nothing be done through strife, through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. Selfish ambition is not the leading of the spirit. Listen, it's the leading of the flesh. It's selfish ambition and pride. And God resists the proud. He'll give grace to the humble and those that are lowly in spirit, meaning, meaning they depend on God, they wait on God, they want the leading of the spirit. They're not trying to force something out of human will or human emotion. They're not trying to make a name for themselves. They're not trying to do something that makes, you know, that fulfills the human ego. Okay? That is human ego. Selfish ambition definition is devoted to or caring only for oneself, concerned primarily with one's own interests, beliefs, or welfare, etc., regardless of others. It is characterized or by or manifesting concern or care only for oneself and has selfish motives. I and that's why I'm very careful to wait on God to make sure God is in it. Because you and I both know we do not want to stand before God and have all the religious things and all the things that we did for the Lord burned up in, 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 in the flame of, of the time of the judgment seat. We want what we have done to be born and established by God, rooted and grounded in love, rooted and grounded in love, rooted and grounded not in selfish ambition and pride, but rooted and grounded in the will of God and the love of God, okay? Because someday, and you've heard me say this, we are all going to stand before God and we will give an account for our lives. What I want to hear God say is this, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over the little. Now come on, enter in to what I have for you because you were obedient. And obedience and, and, and even concerning the will and the plan of God isn't always these giant, huge things. 
It's the small things. It's the little things. Those of you that are moms, stay-at-home moms, raising your children in the admonition of the Lord, raising them and training them in the ways that they should go, walking in the wisdom of God and walking in the will of God. You never know. You may be raising the next Billy Graham. You may be raising the next apostle of Jesus Christ. So it's, 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 it's just not doing anything out of selfish ambition and pride, but doing it with, with like the scripture says, in lowliness of mind, okay? And not trying to push yourself ahead. I, I get around people, and I'm, I'm not perfect, trust me, so don't think I am. We all know none of us are right, none, none are righteous, no, not one. But when I get around someone that I sense has got that selfish ambition and that pride, and they're trying to push themselves and push themselves, something on the inside of me is grieved. What is that? It's the Holy Spirit within me. Something is grieved. Do you ever say anything? I, I don't know. I don't say anything. I just, I, I sometimes do what Mary does. I hide some those did. I hide it in my heart. And you know what? Prove all things, the Bible says, and hold fast to that which is good. And wait, because in time, things will eventually pan out. It's not judging a person. It's judging yourself and saying, Lord, I, I pray that I don't enter into selfish ambition and pride and that everything that I do, Lord, I want it to be for the glory of God and something that you want me to do, okay? Okay, number four. The Bible says, Psalms 37, verse 23 and 31, the steps, hear me now, of a good man are ordered and established by God. The steps of a good man. And it says in verse 31, the Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. The law of God is in their hearts and their feet do not slip. I want you to see this. I want you to understand that when making the right decisions and, and, and some of the things that you're, you're coming to, remember that God said your steps are ordered and established. Another uh, translation says ordained by me. The Bible does not say that the giant leaps of a good man are ordered and established by God. The Bible says the steps steps of a good man are ordered and established by God. To get from one place to another, you have to take steps, okay? It's one step after another step after another step. And I'm concerned because I believe that so often we live in a time and in a season where everybody wants overnight success and things to happen overnight. And we're so used to quick internet and and, and, and having everything right at our fingertips. And I, I, I hear this in my spirit right now, and you have to listen to see if this is for you. I hear the Holy Ghost saying, he wants you to slow down and pull back a bit and wait. Don't get ahead of him. See, I'm the kind of person, I'm sometimes way too slow, and I got to be, I got to speed things up a bit, okay? But there's somebody listening where God say, I, I hear him sense, I don't hear, I sense him telling you, he wants you to slow down. See, I'd rather be a little behind God than way ahead of God, because if I'm behind God and Jesus is leading and guiding and directing me, then at least I could see Jesus. 
when we get ahead of God, we're, we're in selfish ambition, we're in pride, we may even be, be on top of being pushed and shoved by the devil, and that's when we got to recalculate, and we got to go back, and then sometimes it takes more time to clean things up than if we had just Hold back and wait it on God. There's someone listening. The Spirit of God is saying he wants you to slow down and wait on him. And that's wisdom. Wisdom takes its time. Wisdom says don't be in a hurry. Wisdom says know that you know that you know before you take any kind of giant leap anywhere. Okay? It says in Psalms 18, 31 through 36, who is God besides the Lord, and who is the rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength or arms you with strength and keeps your way secure. I speak this over you. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He causes me to stand on the heights. He trains my hands for battle. My arms can bend a bow of bronze. You make your saving help my shield and your right hand sustains me, You help, your help has made me great. Now, here's the point. You provide a broad and large path for my feet so that my ankles do not give way. God said, I'm going to instruct you and lead you in the way that you should go. Don't, I know we had this big time last week. He says, don't be like the horse and the mule. It has to be pulled. But I'm going to take you gently. And step by step <clears throat> and methodically and I and as you step into that pond or that puddle so to speak I see you putting your feet in that pond and I see him broadening and enlarging your steps and enlarging your sphere of influence but he's taking you step by step by step see God knows what you can handle and he knows what you can't handle okay sometimes there's more in us than we think and we need to gain a little more God confidence and faith. But sometimes he knows that we're not ready to handle some of the big things and the bigger loads that he has for us up the road ahead. It takes time, discipline, and maturity. So the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Isaiah 52, 12 says, but you will not leave, leave in haste nor go out by flight for the Lord will go before you. Are you listening? The God of Israel will be your rear guard. That's for you. Here's another scripture. Psalms 23, verse 1 through 4. Very famous passage of scripture. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me. Where? Beside quiet waters. It's that something on the inside. He's leading you. He's guiding you, directing you. As a matter of fact, you can have doubt and unbelief and uncertainty in your head and your heart says, this is the way, walk ye in it. He leads you and guides you besides quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. <clears throat> Psalm 73, verse 24 says, I will guide you with my counsel. Now remember, counsel is found in the word of God. We were instructed by uh, the pastor at the church where I was at on Sunday to read the book of Proverbs. There is wisdom in the book of Proverbs and counsel in the book of Proverbs. 
God said, I will guide you with my counsel, and afterward you will take me to glory. Psalms 32, 8 and 9. <clears throat> well, we've been saying it <clears throat> the last two times. It's Psalms 32, 8 and 9 is the one where he says, don't be like the horse or the mule. Let me lead God and direct. And lastly, Proverbs 20, 27 says, the human spirit is the lamp of the Lord that sheds light on one's innermost being. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. He leads, guides, and directs you in your spirit. Now, I want to encourage you, the same thing that I, the pastor said this weekend. I thought this was really good, and I felt in my heart that the Holy Spirit wanted me to share it with you. Before you get out of bed in the morning, instead of hitting that snooze button, Give God 10 minutes of, of a quiet moment and a devotional time with him and say, Lord, I pray that you would lead, guide, and direct me for my day today. And just spend a little time communing with God, like the psalmist said, in your own bed, in that quiet moment. You can do it with your eyes open. You can do it with your eyes closed. As a matter of fact, I would even encourage you to read the book of Proverbs, take one chapter a day or seven verses a day and get through the whole book of Proverbs. And that's some of the wisdom and the counsel that you can receive from the Holy Spirit that will help you to make the right decisions. Okay, let me pray for you and then we're going to close. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Lord, there is such a love and a longing that I sense from your heart for your people to know your voice, that you're not a silent God, that you're very interested in each and every aspect of their lives, even concerning their children, Father. There's some that are so concerned about their children. I pray, Father, that you would speak to them and give them wisdom and how they raise and guide and lead their and direct their children. I pray, Father, that you would cause the spirit of wisdom and revelation to rise up big within my listeners, those that are listening live and those that are listening after the fact. I pray that you would just continue to, uh, no, I pray that their conscience wouldn't be seared, but I pray, God, that you would create within them a clean heart and renew a right spirit so that their conscience can be that good guide and that their hearts would be tender and open to your voice whatever it is that you are speaking to them about. Jesus, we love you. <clears throat> we honor you. We thank you. Lord, I thank you for these Facebook Lives. I thank you that they're affecting thousands and thousands and thousands of people. I pray that you would continue to draw people to these teachings and draw people to the YouTubes after we make them into YouTubes. Continue to water this earth with the seed of your word so that these teachings wouldn't fade away so that we wouldn't have a generation of believers, Father, that just have has a self-help kind of a gospel, but that they would be rooted and grounded in your word and rooted and grounded in your scriptures, so that when the rains come and the storms come and beat against their houses, they won't fall, because they know your voice, your sheep know your voice, and the voice of another they will not follow. Thank you for listening to the Purpose Project podcast. For more content, video, and teachings like this, visit margieflorent.org.